Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin, and it's raining again. <laughs> it won't stop. Dude, it just rains and 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 rains. I just cleaned the chicken coop again. I thought we were, we we're supposed to have like three days where it didn't rain. I just... I can't completely waterproof it because I'll seal it and you need to have airflow in there, especially when it's still, you know, 70, 80 degrees out. And uh, here we are. So it's going to get wet again. So I'm going to have to get back in there. I'm going to have to, you know, everything. Yeah, I'm just, it could be worse. Could be dry. Could have no crops. Could have an arid desert for a yard. But instead, I literally, I live in the jungle now. I was watching Predator. The I told y'all, the 1987 version was Schwarzenegger. Uh, and uh, I'm like, uh, they're in the jungle, like the thick jungle. I'm like, huh, that looks like my backyard. Sounds like it too. There's bullfrogs all day, every day. I saw a heron fly out of our woods the other day, a blue heron. You, I've heard birds out there that I've never heard before. It's literally turning into a jungle. We have dragonflies. The dragonflies are probably the coolest. Dragonflies, super cool. I think I talked about them before on here. I don't know. But, like, dragonflies are sweet, man. They're sick. They are the deadliest predators on the face of the earth. So they have, like, a 95% kill rate, meaning when they execute a hunt, they kill 95% of the time. Next highest it's like great white sharks or something like that at like 40%. You know, lions are like 20%. Isn't that crazy? But dragonflies, uh, we have them everywhere now. And you need water. It's just because the whole, the woods right now is just, it's a giant pond. And my fear is, and it's already started to happen, so my fear has already been confirmed, that the water is going to start to, the trees are going to start coming down. Because they're like in quicksand right now. Like the whole woods is flooded. Thankfully, our yard drains really, really well. Or our yard right now would be an absolute disaster. Disaster. So luckily, everything drains well. But I'm wondering how much longer it's going to keep draining. Because whatever it's draining to is probably getting pretty damn full. Here I am driving in the rain, but I notice it's not as affecting my mood as much as it usually does. And you know why? Because I have Jesus, baby. That's why. When you got Jesus, it doesn't matter. Rain, shine, sleet, snow. Uh, gray, sunny, yellow, blue, black. You're feeling good. Feeling good. Oh, uh, man. I want to get one of those. If I knew I was going to... There's so many things I want to buy but I don't know how much longer we're going to be in Maine. Probably less than a year. Uh, that I just, I don't want to buy it and have to move it. It's a point. But I, I, I'm going to miss this place. You know, when we do move someday, I've had a good time in Maine. Come on, man. Get your head in the game. Move your ass. Maybe you drive a beat up old car like that because you just, you just you're not paying attention. How you do one thing's how you do everything. Anyways, uh, I'm going to miss this place. I'm going to miss my gym up here. That's for sure. I'm definitely going to miss uh, Foley's. I'm going to miss the gym up here. I'm going to miss our house. I'm going to miss our... I mean, obviously, what we're going to is way better. Uh, but I'm going to miss this place. 
a lot. Um, I made some start. I, I'm just now starting to make some good friends. I was just talking to a guy. His name's Skip. Uh, he's 79. You should have seen this dude back in the day. Yeah, now you would never guess this guy's 79. He's in the gym. He's working out. He's a trainer. He was a bodybuilder. Man, the pictures of him from back in the day are crazy. He was just, just his physique was phenomenal. But him and I talked for like an hour. I made like a lot of really good friends up here. Like people I talk to pretty regularly. And uh, I'll miss this place. But hey, if you listen to this and you're in Maine and you know I'm going to move in the next year or two years, you are more than welcome to come visit the compound, baby. I want to have like, like I want people to build houses down there. Like come build, I don't care, come build on my land. You know what I'm saying? Let's all live together. Let's all take care of each other. Seriously, I'm so about that. I would love to go. And if you want to leave and go back into the modern world, fine. You know what I mean? That's that's cool. You could come and go. But I just want to have a group of like-minded people, you know. Um, and I, I'm going to start getting really serious about this. I'm probably going to start uh, looking for people that are very uh, down to move in together. You know, because just more people, more land. You know what I'm saying? Why don't we go in on a piece of land? Why don't we get 10 people? I'll, I'll do 50%. You guys, you 10 split the other 50%. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I do, I want it to be mine. Sorry, not trying to be selfish, but I want to have complete control over the land. You know? uh, but uh, it's a monarchy. You come to live on the commune, my word is final. Just, just understand that. But I don't think many of you would mind. I think I've earned many of your trust at this point. But anyways... And I'm going to sleep with your wives like they... <laughs> you, you want to stay at the compound? Bring your wife by tonight. <laughs> Cabin A, 10 o'clock. Don't be late. That's what they tried to say that David dude from uh, Waco did. He was just banging everybody's wives. <laughs> I, that's such a joke. I'm so kidding. That's, that's full-blown adultery. And uh, we won't have any of that on the compound. No, it don't. I mean, I, I just, I can't, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I talk about it a lot because I'm speaking it into fruition. The biggest thing is I can't wait to just be somewhere where I don't have to see people that I don't want to see. You know what I mean? Um, I just want to be like, no cops are going to come by. Like, it's, it's going to be gated. It's going to be booby-trapped. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nobody's going to come onto that property that I don't want to have on that property. We'll have a P.O. box. I don't want any mail delivered there. You know what I mean? None of that crap. And I'm going to have a runway with for a, for a little plane. I'm not going in crazy. You know, like an eight-seater jet or something like that. It doesn't have to be a 747 like Drake, you know? Guns. Lots of guns. I just want a piece of land big enough where I can build like an obstacle course. I'm going to have a full-size gym. I'm going to build a gym. So like my dream would be to wake up in the morning, hop in my cold plunge that like overlooks like just would have a beautiful view. You know? So while I'm sitting there suffering and cursing, I can look out over my property. And then I'll like go inside. I'll hit the, I'll hit a hot shower. 
just rinse off and then I'll hop on like a four-wheeler or dirt bike and vroom, I'll go out to the gym on the property torture myself in there vroom, go over to the go I'll have like a bathhouse you know how cool that would be go over to the bathhouse you could steam you could sauna you could hot tub with another cold plunge there then I'll go back to the house I'll have my breakfast of steak and bacon and eggs and you know all that other stuff they say is bad for you you know what I do every day is I take a bite out of a chunk of raw butter just to just to stick it to all these in cholesterol your cholesterol your cholesterol <laughs> I said you got some dude it's jeez oh, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get all mean again today I was already kind of mean yesterday how funny was that yesterday I say I'm not a nice person and then God literally puts an old man with a dead battery on the side of the road and it like literally move man you got one more chance of doing this whole sitting at the green light thing before I jump out of this vehicle and teach you a lesson jeez man this guy in front of me every green light everybody starts to go and he's just sitting there and he's turning into the same place I'm going to buy his breakfast for him <laughs> Of course he's turning into where I'm turning into get <laughs> Oh man. Uh, just, I, it's just so funny, man. Life is just great. God is oh gross beyond breakfast sandwich. Experience the plant-based difference. Experience the plant-based difference. Hey, come over here. Experience these chemicals. This abomination. This coagulated lump of chemicals. And I, I imagine they like take a bunch of packing peanuts and melt them down and just, you know, throw in some powdered B vitamins and print it out. That's what they do. They print these things. You're, if you're eating a plant-based burger, that thing was printed. That came out of a printer. That thing is, it's, it's an abomination before God and man. You see those plant-based hot dogs? It's just a tube of garbage. You ever seen a vegan? Like a full-blown vegan? Their eyes are like sunken in. They got dark circles around their eyes from iron deficiency. They're frail. They got skin issues. It's so bad, man. And then you see like these these people that come out and say that they're vegans and they're like super fit. And everybody's like wondering like how is this person? Then you find out secretly that they're like cheating. You know, you know how many people that's happened to these vegan influencers? And then you find out, you know, somebody films them at a restaurant eating a ribeye. <laughs> people are so stupid. We can't. I've said it many times. We can't have democracy anymore, dude. We lost that privilege. We lost it. Oh man, I posted that uh, that uh, article the other day or yesterday. Let's talk about that. My Instagram followers. I don't think anybody follows me on Instagram that doesn't agree with me. You know, at least I don't. If they do, I, they don't say anything. But I posted this video, uh, or rather, an article. 
female cop who's probably 115 pounds soaking wet is on life support now because some black dude beat her nearly to death with a hammer. And my response to this was women should not be police officers. They should not be active duty military. And most people agree with me. Most. But then you got the women. Women can do whatever men can do. Who are you to say what women can and can't do? I'll tell you who I am. How about you take five women that want to be cops right now. Five. And put me in a room with them for ten minutes. Bare knuckle. Five women versus me alone. That's why I get a say in this. Because God forbid a guy my size snaps out. Like somebody was like, don't you want your daughter to be able to do whatever? No, no, I do not want my daughter. If my daughter tries to be a cop or a military, here's here's one thing that's never talked about. Do you know what happens to female POWs? Anybody want to take a guess? Oh, that's really empowering. How about this? You get, you get, we go to war with China. You know what they're going to do to you in a Chinese prison? You're going to be, you're, I don't even want to say what's going to happen to you. You know what they do to female prisoners of war? Just let your imagination run wild on that one. No, I don't want my daughter being in the military, you troglodyte. What are you, retarded? You know what I mean? I don't want my daughter being a cop. I don't want some dude with a hammer to... Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you today? Good. Could I get uh, two orders of hash browns? Okay. Like and sauce yes, uh, the Lola's hot sauce, por favor, and then one sausage cheddar sandwich, buttermilk biscuit, that one, okay. and then three dollars for you guys as a tip. Thank you. You're welcome. That will be fourteen There you be. so much. Thank I appreciate you. you. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So I don't, I don't think that women at all on, in any circumstance through the comments I was getting, there was this one guy, what was his name? Uh, I don't remember what his name was because you know, his opinion of me means as much to me as if I stepped on a cockroach on the side of the road, a fleeting moment of disgust. And then I move on with my life. But, uh, <laughs> The, uh, this guy was on my... He's like, yeah, this is such a disgusting opinion of women. I hope all your friends see this and it ruins your reputation. I'm like, if you only knew. <laughs> if you only knew the, what people that would agree with you think of me, buddy. I, it's, it, that's already been, that's been out there. But, uh, you know, he was like... He was saying that his, he knows one of his friends is a female cop and is a total badass... And he's like, I would love to see her bitch slap you and knock you down a few pegs. I'm like, dude, I would cave her chest in with one punch. One punch. I don't think... So, the, the dangerous thing with this is that when you're grown... When you're brought up in this whole girl boss, men can... Or, you know, women can do what men... Whatever men can do. Let me just grab you. Just if you think... If you think that women should be cops and police officers and, and law enforcement, other branches and military. Let me just grab a hold of you. That's it. I don't have to hit you. 
I don't have to just let me grab you and maybe usher you to the ground. And then let's reevaluate that whole women are just, there's just so vast. I, and then, you know, people were arguing with me and I just simply started posting videos. Posted one video, this big old fat lady cop goes waddling up to this dude's truck on a, on a back road. And the guy grabs her and pulls her into the truck and pulls a gun on her. And she's screaming, don't kill me, please, please. It's heartbreaking. It's absolutely, I'm not making fun of her. It was heartbreaking to watch. She shouldn't have been fat. She shouldn't have been a woman. And she shouldn't have been in law enforcement being fat and a woman. But nobody deserves to be, I mean, I felt bad for her. Like it was hard to listen to. Please understand that this comes, am I a misogynist because I don't want women getting bludgeoned with hammers? Does that make me a misogynist? That's what I asked yesterday. Because I, I had like two people call me a misogynist. I'm like, oh, so I'm a misogynist because I don't want women to get bludgeoned with hammers? I don't want women to get, you know, lost in the jungle in Vietnam and get gang raped by three Viet Congs. You know what I'm saying? Does that make me, does that make me a misogynist? Oh, I had no idea. Thank you guys. I will apologize and turn from my ways. I posted another video, Vancouver, two female police officers versus one just skinny little crackhead. Uh, one of these ladies was a sergeant. What's he do? He overpowers both of them. He literally lays on top of both of them and is beating them and biting them. They were covered in bite marks. They're screaming, help, help, embarrassment. And that that's embarrassing. It is. It's embarrassing. And it's so stupid. This whole met. This whole women can do whatever they want thing. No, you can't. And you shouldn't. You know? I don't think women often make very good decisions for themselves. You know? we Look at it. Okay. So, the suffrage movement. What do we have now? We've got trannies trying to get into your restrooms. And you're killing your babies. You're killing your own babies. Full term. Yeah. So, we, we don't have to go down that road today. But, because <laughs> it'll piss a lot of you off. And I want to keep you around for a little bit. Good morning. That's yep. Sweet. Is there any Lola's hot sauce in there? Do you know? Oh, I can go grab some. That would be awesome. Thank you so much, dude. Lola's hot sauce, guys. You can find it on Amazon. This stuff rips. It is so good. It's, oh, I forgot to pay. I forgot to pay for that dude's breakfast. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Have a great weekend. You see. Women are just beautiful. Like, there's this little bubbly girl. Just, just, women are beautiful and delicate and nice and just, just, I have, I'm just very protective of women. Like, if you know, if you're, if you're a woman in my life, you know, like, I know that all the women in my life, ask them, feel much safer knowing me because they know at the drop of a hat, if somebody were to hurt a woman that I care about in my life, it would I would pull that person's spine out of their ass. Literally. That's not a that's not a hyperbole. I would find a way to get up in there and find the spinal cord and rip it out that person's ass. That's what would happen. And the women in my life feel safer. But you got these girl bosses out there. Yeah, girl boss. It, Let's go. You, you, you missed out on all the formative years of your child's life so that you could go get bossed around all day, 40 hours a week by some dude that's not your husband. 
okay, at some job with one Indeed post in a week you could be replaced. You're going to do that for 40 hours a week and then you're going to give 40% of what you earned away from your children back to the government. Empowering, isn't it? Oh yeah, go be a cop. Go be a cop. Yeah, that's a great idea. Get 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 beat into a vegetative state with a hammer by some black dude on crack. That's let's go. That's empowerment. Let's go, ladies. Hell yeah. We're out of here sticking it to the man. Just more tax cattle for the machine. While your kids are raised by the government. They come home one day and they're like, Mommy, I don't want to be a boy anymore. Please chop my balls off and send me to an internment camp. And it's like, it's like, oh. And you wonder why your kids grow up to resent you. The best thing my mom did was not go to work. And we hurt financially. We didn't, and this is all you excuse makers out there. We need the money. You know what my parents did? We didn't have cell phones. All my friends had cell phones. We didn't have Xbox. All my friends had Xbox. We had a used PlayStation where the screen, ask Jeremiah, the screen used to bounce. Like, like it would like make you dizzy. Like the, the graphics on the screen would bounce up and down. I don't know how or why, but that's what it did. We had no cable for years. I don't think we had cable until I was a, uh, uh, a sophomore in high school. Dish or whatever. My dad drove clunkers. Cars were always breaking down. But guess what? Mom was at home. While all my other friends had the new Xboxes, the new flat screen TVs. Like we had the big, huge TV that sat on the ground with the big back to it that weighed 408 pounds. And all my friends had all the new gadgets and whistles and cell phones. I was always borrowing everybody's cell phone to call my mom and ask to stay out later because I didn't have a cell phone. And they had the PlayStations and the Call of Duty and the Halo and all this stuff. And I, you know, they, they had cars. Their parents bought them cars. My parents didn't get me my first car, Dodge Neon. That was the that was the a great present that they they tried to get us all our first car. But guess what? All their moms and dads worked. And guess what? Half of my kids or half of my friends growing up, more than half their parents were divorced. What does that tell you? Mom's place is at home with the kids. That's misogynistic. Fine. Then I guess I'm a full-blooded misogynist. The moment you push a child out of your body into this world, you've given up all of your other dreams. Nothing matters anymore. It's not about you. You Well, my body, my choice. How about this? Stop letting people dump loads in you. Did you ever think about that? Huh? Stop letting guys that don't care about you ejaculate in you. I know that's crude. I'm sorry, Grandma. I know you listen to this podcast, but y'all got to hear this. My body, my choice. Close your damn legs. Go to church. (laughs) Or don't, and then deal with the consequences. 
But the moment that you open your legs and let a man inside of you, it is no longer your body. You had a choice. You made your choice. So you don't get to absolve your responsibility by killing the baby or dumping it off on the government to, to, to raise for you. It's pathetic. It's weak. It's pitiful. And it's, 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 it goes against the natural order of everything. And you guys got to stop pussyfooting around this stuff and start getting vocal about it like me. You notice me? You notice in this, I don't back down anymore. I'll get in your face about this stuff. You know why? Babies' lives are at stake. People's lives are, the, the world is at stake. And women, your role as a homemaker and a mother has been by feminism. What does feminism do? Feminism makes women into lesser men. That's all it does. It literally takes everything that's feminine and beautiful and ruins it, tries to make you masculine. But you'll never be as masculine as the world. You'll never be, the most masculine female will never be as masculine as the most least masculine male. Women, the home, the home, being a good wife, being a great mother is the fabric that holds society together. You have the most important role. I'm not coming at you from your subs you need to be subservient and you're below men and getting it getting a job and working to pay 40% of your income back to the government is not empowerment. It's what they want you to do. You've been psyoped. You've been psyoped. You've been listening to childless 50-year-old women that hate their lives. Look into the eyeballs of a woman that's in her 50s and 60s with no kids. And you can see it. Empty. Hollow. And I know that there's women out there that were never able to have kids and wanted to. And I feel so bad. And this isn't directed at you. This is directed at the man-haters. This is directed at the people that tell you children steal your life. Children make your life. Children are the ultimate fulfillment of life. I didn't understand my purpose on this earth. I struggled for years until Ada came. Until Ada came. And the moment I held her in my arms and looked at those beautiful, beautiful little eyes looking back up at me, I knew exactly why I was here. And if you took my money, if you took my businesses, if you took every, everything from me, I'm still Ada's dad. And that's something that nobody can ever take from me. So when you live your whole life without the fulfillment of that purpose, there's an emptiness, there's a sorrow, there's a deep regret. You work your whole life. Let's just say you are successful. You know how many successful women, CEOs, designers and artists who never had kids get to their 70s and 80s and express that they're alone and that they could, they wish they would have gone back and had a big, big family because all your accolades, you could fill your whole house 
with business degrees and PhDs and trophies and money and all this other stuff. But when you're 77, sitting there on the recliner and the Grim Reapers in the fucking corner staring at you, none of that matters. You're alone. You know the deepest pits of sorrow come from loneliness. We need good people to be good people and have good babies. Stop listening. It's too expensive. It's gonna bring. It's gonna do my. Do not listen to other. Sh- pardon my French. I'm swearing today. Shitty parents. You know the the the, the most weak and pathetic thing I could I could think of a, a somebody doing is complaining about their kids. You see these moms that get on face. It's so hard. It's so hard. I used to, you gotta be think twice before you have kids because you give up yourself. No shit. What's a life, what's the point of living a life that's all about you anyway, selfish little muppet? What's the point of that? Doing things that are self-sacrificial. What, look at the life that Jesus Christ lived. Whatever I'm questioning, if I'm doing the right thing, is it in alignment with the life of Christ? And he lived the ultimate life, ultimate sacrifice. He lived the most self-sacrificial life that anybody on the face of the earth has lived. The worst, the least you could do is raise a couple of damn kids. Oh no, wine nights on Thursdays. I'd never be able to, I can't, none of that's important. Being a mother is the most beautiful thing. The most beautiful thing. I was watching my wife feed Ada uh, carrots last night. Little mushed up carrots that she made in a food processor. And I was just watching the connection between that. I told my wife, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I'm almost envious that I'll never know what it feels like to be a mother. I am. I'm envious. Don't get me wrong. Love being a dad. But there's just a, when that child was knitted, it says in Psalms 139, you formed me in my mother's womb. You knitted me together. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That it, when, when you create a child from your flesh, that connection, that's why I think abortion is the most demonic twisted. It's anti-biological. Every species on the face of the earth is hardwired. The mothers. You know how they say mama bear? You ever seen a mama bear defending her cubs? Or a mother deer defending her little tiny little bambies? You ever seen any mother anything defending its young? Because it's it's that's it's hardwired in our in your in the mothers in every female's lizard brain. So how perverse and darkened does your heart have to be to kill your own child at its most vulnerable state but I was watching my wife last night feed Ada and I'm like I can't that the depth of that connection has to be more profound than anything I'll ever feel I don't, what am I going to connect with like that? I can't create flesh out of my flesh. That's why being a mother is so beautiful. It's the most beautiful thing. 
And women have had their femininity stolen. Stolen from them. They're told, instead of doing the most beautiful thing in creating life, you should go work some pointless job somewhere. Because that's empowering. And I hear the same, well, what happens if your husband, blah, 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 and he leaves and blah, blah. Listen, there's women, there's so many resources and so many things. And so you'll, women will always be taken care of by somebody somewhere. You see it all the time, comment sections. What happens when you'll see a happy wife, she's talking about being at home and cooking and cleaning and taking care of the kids. And in the comment section, you'll just see a bunch of bitter, disenfranchised whores. Well, what if he leaves you? Don't worry, sister. Your time's coming. He'll cheat on you. And you just see all these, and I hate to use the word whore, but it's true, but you see all these broken, sad women marred by life and they you know man haters you ever think that maybe every man you've ever run into is garbage because you're garbage sweetheart you ever think about that you ever think about like attracts like you ever think about every man that you run into is garbage maybe you're garbage maybe you drove all the nice ones off maybe you drove all the good men off these women, they'll drive away all these potential husbands because they want to have fun and they want to party and they want to be horse. They want to go out with their girls three nights a week. So the good guy gets labeled as controlling because he doesn't want his girl to go out with the girls three nights a week because we all know what happens at girls' nights. You're out there with your breasts and your ass out. People are pouring shots down your throat. You're drinking straight from the bottle. And even if you don't cheat on them, you're still cheating on them. And you drive the good one off and label him as controlling. And then you bring in a guy that condones that behavior. But guess what? He's ten times more engaged in it it himself. So you're out partying. He's out partying. Now he's cheating on you. You find out all men are trash, right? All men are trash. No, you're trash. Not permanently. You can change. But trashy behavior attracts trashy men, ladies. I see all these girls. They're in their 30s and they're single. I can't find a good man. Sweetheart, you're out at the club three nights a week. The the good men are not in their 30s at the clubs. All the good men I know, the men that some women would kill to have as a husband, my Orthodox Christian buddies... Like Devin and Emmanuel. Emmanuel's married. But these guys, you would never, ever, ever find them at the club. Ever. Would never happen. You're looking for love in all the wrong places, baby. You heard that before? just I want you guys gotta understand people are gonna listen to this episode they're gonna be like dude this guy's a jerk but if you know my heart I want you to live a happy and fulfilled life little brothers in the car they're in the garage 
Got to wrap the mosh. That's all. All right. I love you guys. Let's get it.